And now, our feature presentation. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Cinema Shot. I am your host Ben, aka The Marvelous Iggy, and joining me, revived from the depths of hell himself, Lord Tyler! You know, I resurrected all the way back after the Bardock special. This is nothing new. <laughs> exactly. Alright everybody, it is now time for the penultimate episode of this era of Cinema Shot, this long era. It is now time for Dragon Ball Z Resurrection F, which may or may not be a cool title. I like the title at least, I think it's cool. Um, yeah, it's different. So let's let's talk about how we first came to this. So it was super a thing at this point. No, uh, right? It is not quite yet. Uh, okay. After this movie um, debuted in theaters, um, that was when the announcement for Super as a television series made its mark. Unfortunately, it was extremely short-staffed and rushed to all hell, and the results kind of speak for themselves at the for the first few seasons. Yeah, and I we talked about it last time where my kind of impressions of Super were I watched the Battle of Gods adaptation, which wasn't bad, Right, it's not the Battle of the Gods, but I was like, okay, that's a good start. And then the Frieza arc happens, <laughs> which is yeah. pretty much what I saw today. And I, I was kind of like, I had that, without kind of giving the ball away, I went, oh no, it's the same shit. Just what <laughs> it is. Um, it just I, has a bigger budget, that's all. Yeah, and a certain uh, certain, po- certain uh, Sentai homage character is missing in this. Um at least from what I remember, I don't think he's in the yeah, movie. Yeah, I don't think Jocko is in Super at this point. Um, not Jocko, I was talking about Ginyu. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Ginyu's in, not in the movie at all. Um, that's sort of thing I remember. Uh, so let's, um, so, what, you you were probably more closer to Dragon Ball around this time than I was. Obviously, he's Battle of Gods, and our gleeing over it last week was like, yeah, Dragon Ball's back, it's awesome. Do you remember the reception was for Resurrection F? Was it about the uh, same? It was actually a bit more lukewarm than Battle of Gods was. Like, okay. it still had the same limited theatrical release that that movie did. And uh, I did attend one of its very limited showings uh, back in nice. August of 2015. And uh, seeing it in theaters was really cool. But at the same time, when I left the theater, I was like, wow, there... This is actually kind of lacking uh, behind Battle of Gods, honestly, and I wasn't alone in that opinion. Uh, there are some beats in the story um, that we'll go into where right. it's kind of lacking in places. It's lacking. There's weird pacing issues. There's uh, there's a lot here. Um, I don't think it's terrible. Like we've seen terrible Dragon Ball movies, like um, you know, there's a uh, hell of a lot worse. Trust me, we've covered most. You could do worse, but I think what hurts this movie is coming off the absolute high that was Battle of the Gods, which was nostalgia done right. You know, it's the characters again, new threat, all this stuff, and then it's like, oh, it's. It's Frieza. I mean, there's some cool stuff they do, and there's some actually cool thematic stuff they do with Goku and Vegeta, but I think overall, as a, as a movie, it's definitely a step backward from Battle of Gods. Yeah, it is unfortunate, because this idea could have worked. Frieza is, well, we can both agree on this, 
the best Dragon Ball villain of all time. Oh, for sure. And um, um, having yeah. him come back would uh, bring back a gigantic sense of urgency. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's kind of coupled with Goku now having the power of God and anime on his side. So. Yeah. It's like for like you know, for the longest time, even after Majin Buu came out, Cell was considered like the big bad, the face, the the number one villain. And I will say, like watching this, like it's kind of cool to see Frieza being because for a lot of us, yeah, Vegeta was scary, but he was beatable. Frieza was like the first, like, oh shit, are they gonna lose villain kind of guy? You know, he was that in, in you know in through all his forms and stuff like that. But enough nostalgia waving. Let's go ahead and run it down before we break it down. Uh, this is Dragon Ball Resurrection F, uh, directed by Tadayoshi Yamamuro, with a screenplay by Akira Toriyama. So Akira Toriyama back again, writing, right, wrote the story. Uh, this was, um, uh, let's see, with, this was released in Japan in April 18, 2015. Wow, we're literally, just like with Battle of Gods, uh, we were like a couple of days off of, uh, its, its anniversary and then same thing, That's we're like... wild. Uh, okay, a little bit longer, you know, maybe two weeks, but we're, we're in the same month. With a runtime of 94 long minutes and a uh, box office of 7.9 billion yen, or $64.8 million. So let's run down the cast, shall we? Um, uh, Goku is playing... Sean Chemo as Goku, Christopher Sabat as Vegeta, Christopher Ayers as Frieza, Kyle Haber as Gohan, Christopher Sabat as Piccolo, Sunny Strait as Krillin, Mike McFarlane as Mission Roshi, John Bergmeier as Tien, Todd Haverkorn as Jacko, as thank you for the movie helping pronounce it, Jeremy Schwartz as Sorbet, wow, that's not on the nose at all, Mika Sosud as Togoma, Brad Venable as Shisami, Jason Douglas as Beerus, uh, Ian Seclair as Weiss, Monica Real as Boma, Eric Vale as Trunks, Future Trunks for like the second, the second he's in there. Kara Edwards as Videl, um, Mark Stoddard as Dr. Priest, Meredith McCoy as Android 18, Christopher Sabat as Shenron, Chuck Huber as Pilaf, um, my, uh, Colleen Clickenbird as my, Chris Kaysen as Shu, and Tia Ballard as Marin. Um, oddly enough, I thought Sorbet was played by, um, oh god, uh, who is, um, Oolong? I thought it was Brad Jackson, too. Yeah, because it sounds like him! I was like, Oolong? <laughs> uh, but it's not, oddly enough. It is Jeremy Schwartz. Maybe they, maybe he imitated him or something, I don't know. So, it's Resurrection F. The, it's the story about Frieza coming back to life. What a surprise. Um, so, um, basically, we are shown, uh, a seemingly, it, it honestly felt like I was watching a Tenshi Muyo anime movie, uh, a fairy sort of world with a big tree, people are dancing, there's stuffed animals, and all you see is a little cocoon, and then you get closer, and you see that cocoon, and it is Frieza. And yep, he is, he is in hell. Um, yep. You know the whole saying, there's a special place in hell for you? Well, this is Frieza's, and his is being serenaded by a bunch of fairies and teddy bears, which in the Japanese version is performed by a popular Japanese pop group. That's actually really cool. Um, so, yeah, Frieza, and he's just agonizing in hell. So, meanwhile, and, and so now, 
um, you know, ever since, God, since who knows how long in Dragon Ball time he's been there. At least several years, maybe at least a decade, at least a decade, maybe? Um, um, from the Trunk Saga uh, to the end of Boo, I'd say at least ten years. Okay, so about it, he's been in... He's been suffering for a long time, which he deserves suffer, you know, all the things he's done in his life. Um, and if he didn't just come to Earth, he probably would still be alive. He had to pick a fight where he went. Well, to be fair, he didn't expect Trunks to be there. So um, now we, co- we basically find out that uh, this alien known as Sorbet, who is pretty much I, I, one of like Frieza's lieutenants you never ser- served of, because Lieutenant Frieza's army was, his empire was huge. And this guy named Sorbet has pretty much taken remnants, uh, control of whatever uh, Frieza had. And obviously, when the tyrant is down, the people will revolt. And you kind of overhear that, like, these different quadrants are amassing against us. And we, we can't stop them. We have not, we do not have enough men. Which I'm like, then where the fuck did you find those other guys from later? Anyways, um, they had a month. I remember that at the time. Um, and so they have a plot. To uh, initially searching, they were searching for the Dragon Balls. Initially, they were looking for Namek or Namekian survivors from the when when um, Frieza blew up planet Namek. They couldn't find them. Just look for the big Machio star, guys. It's still gonna be there. <laughs> um, no man, uh, that big space tumor got blown up. I don't think it's even canon. Oh, that's true. Not this one, at least. Um, and so they find out that uh, like, well, let's go to Earth. Like, do you realize how dangerous it is to go to Earth? Um, there's two Saiyans there, and they can kick your ass. Um, and, but they find out that, like, and, and they're talking about a woman, I'm assuming that woman is Bulma, uh, yeah. about who can find the Dragon Balls, and, um, Sorbet says they're not the only ones who can find, uh, Dragon Balls, and in a much surprising, uh, uh, shock to me, uh, Pilaf, Mai, and Shu are there, uh, and they're basically being coerced, coerced into helping Sorbet resurrect, uh, Frieza, which I was like, okay, that's kind of like you know, a meaning of the of the generations right there, and then, like, how even, like, they, like, this is bad news, we gotta get out of here. Or they try to overthrow Sorbet, but he quickly overpowers them. Um, and they try to resurrect him, and Shenron's like, okay, are you sure you want to do that? Cause even he, Shenron <laughs> thinks this is a stupid idea. Yeah, because the last time, because when he died, he kind of got chopped up out of hell. And even if you bring him back, he's gonna be chopped up out of hell. I like I don't I, I don't okay I, I just have to go with it. Um, so like Sorbet basically has a comment. It's like we can use our our technology to rebuild them back together again. Like oh, okay, cyborg shit again. Lovely. Uh, and then he realizes oh we have a second wish. And initially he thinks oh we can bring back King Cold, uh you know to to help us with the domination. And I'm thinking, then fucking oh. Shu with the big brain comes in with the give me one million zenny wish. Yeah, save therefore. Okay, not really saving the universe, but save if if saving off the universe, the Earth's destruction for like three, uh, uh, what a month? I think um, is what it is. Um, uh, four months. Four months. Okay, so there you go. Shout out to Shu, and hopefully my Pilaf and uh, and Shu are eating good for the next next month until the next arc. And I, lo- I was laughing because this million zenny was like a little bit. I was like, that's a million zenny? Jesus Christ, that doesn't look like a lot. Shenron but- doesn't even contest it, which I find extra hilarious. That, that's funny. He just gives it to him. <laughs> so they, the, Frieza's body is literally writhing on the ground. He's conscious in it, so that means he must be in tremendous pain. And they basically put him in a trash can 
It's a trash can. Don't tell me it's not a trash can. It um, is. And they, 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 they talk about how they have this new rebirthing technology that can help rebuild Frieza into something better or, or without cybernetic enhancements. And he's back! And he's back in his OG form, which I did not expect. I thought he was going to be, you know, the, the, the slender final form, but they brought him back to his original one, which was a nice sort of like, okay, that's cool. It's a nice throwback. And meanwhile, uh, they're kind of continuing the plot line between, from the last movie, with, uh, you know, Goku briefly achieving Super Saiyan God on his own, uh, but not maintaining it, and it looks like he's training with Whis, him and Vegeta are training with Whis, and it's just pretty much they can't touch him at all, and pretty much the whole theme of this movie, and it serves until the final battle, that, like, um, Whis is so powerful, he can sense what's, like, no matter how powerful Vegeta and Goku are, they're still um, extremely uh, flawed in their in their fighting styles, and that they uh, and I kind of like. I thought this was kind of cool. Like you guys fucking think too much. You gotta. Oh, you gotta... Uh, this completely flew over our heads back in 2015. Uh-huh. But what Weiss is actually referring to in this conversation, he's it's talking all... about Ultra Instinct. Okay, okay. So that's what Ultra Instinct is. It's literally just letting go and just, just, just. Not thinking. Yep, just letting your body think without you actually thinking. Because um, that's the giant hurdle that Goku and Vegeta are struggling with. Goku what? is too what? relaxed and overconfident, what? and Vegeta thinks way too much. Is that the... Whoop, whoop, whoop. Is that what that is? Okay. Um, pretty much. Yeah, and so pretty much, Whis kind of gives him a verbal beatdown and calls Goku out on his shit. I'm like, listen, you're all powerful. While also stepping in poop, which is hilarious. That, that was great. That was a great moment. Um... Go, Whis calls out Goku on his shit. I'm like, you are too old. You are so powerful, but you are fucking overconfident. And as your greatest weakness, that you will almost let everybody get the upper hand against you because you let your guard down so easily. And then, and then, pretty much, uh, Vegeta's is like he's too, um, he's too stiff. Like he doesn't, he he needs to relax more. He needs to go with the flow, man. I kind of wait. Like yeah, if, right. if, if if Dragon Ball Super was dubbed in the like, '90s, we should totally be. Hey Vegeta, man, you just need to go with the flow, dude. Be almost like Grand oh, Kai, for sure. but, but 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 like um, but like younger. I'm kind of glad he's not because he sounds like a modern like teacher. Uh, with uh, is it is the voice actor? I just had their name. Yeah, uh, Ian Sinclair is great. Yeah, it's great. Who does he voice before? I've heard his voice. Um, uh, he's also uh, Ida in My Hero Academia, and oh, I've he's never... also uh, Brooke in One Piece. Okay, I've never heard those dubs, so I'll take your word for it. He's very good, though. He's very good here. Um, and so, meanwhile, uh, as they're training, they're far off. And I love the, I love the. there's a moment where Beerus speaks, like, what the fuck are you guys doing here? And how did you even get here? It's like, well, we brought us here because you would give him treats. Yay. And so, Beerus is like, get the fuck, like, okay, whatever. You know? Um, he actually as long just, as I get food out of it, too. Exactly. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun. Um, so, meanwhile, then we meet this new character, Jocko, who says he's afraid of Alma. I don't. This that's like um, a, I have an explanation for. Okay, this. tell um, me, please. Back, back before uh, Toriyama was writing for Battle of Gods, he wrote a one-shot manga called Jocko the Space Patrolman. And it was basically a prequel story to the original Dragon Ball, where before Goku had landed on Earth, he went on adventures with Bulma's older sister, Tights. And that's the whole reason why he has a connection to the Bruce family. 
Ah, uh, okay. I was like, I was like, I don't remember you at all. But okay, that's a deep cut. Uh, but Jocko is—he's um, pretty much a space patrolman. He's like basically think of a Green Lantern without the power ring, and he's pretty much here to tell Bulma, "Hey, Freeze is coming here in like an hour. So, where's Goku?" And uh oh, so there, there, there is a dilemma. Um, and so they get Piccolo, Gohan in his green ass tracksuit. Newly born Pan, by the way, I kind of glossed over that. Um, or not newly born. She's definitely like with like a couple months old at least. But uh, yeah, it's def- been at least a year since Battle of Gods. Yeah, so um, Pan is Pan is alive. She is born, um, and Piccolo being the Uncle Piccolo rocking the baby, which I thought was super adorable. The um, baby uncle. Uh, but um, they quickly go to fight. Krillin uh, is a police officer. He's a fucking narc. Damn it, Krillin. Um, also, if you listen closely to his ringtone, you can hear uh, the first opening for One Piece, We Are. And that's a throwback to uh, Krillin's Japanese uh, VA, who is the voice of Luffy in that show. Wow, that's pretty cool. I, I would have never gotten that because I've never seen One Piece. Uh, maybe we should watch the One Piece movies at some point, uh, if anybody wants to put There's that There's a lot of them. Well, Probably okay. more than the Dragon Ball movies, honestly. <gasps> oh, God, never mind. <laughs> ah! <laughs> More episodes, I guess. More episodes equals more movies. Um, but, um, so, yeah, and, and they pretty much uh, trying to get the team together. Uh, 18 actually was supposed, wanted to go, and I'm like, you gotta stay here and protect Marion. I'm like, man, find a babysitter. Take her to Capsule Corporation. Give her to to them. Have, 18 should have been part of this fight. Yeah, right. I don't understand. would have fucked their shit up. Oh my god, 18 should have been there. Maybe because I wanted to see 18 be badass again. Last time we saw her was badass was in Bio Broly. Um, and that was, she deserves better than what that. What a cheat. Uh, she gets her comeuppance in that Universal Tournament arc, doesn't she? Like, she gets her, like... Yeah, she has her moments there. Cool. Um, so, it's pretty much, Frieza's coming in with, like, a, like a horde of men. Like, 10,000, I mean, I'm not really the exact number, at least a minimum of 10,000 men. Um, and the rest of the After movie... After training for four months, uh, training, because apparently, yes. uh, he believes that, um... He can get way stronger than Goku by just training, which is something he'd never considered before. Right, which is actually kind of cool because that just shows how, like, mentally inside Goku's, uh, he's inside his head because of Goku. Um, that, like, before Frieza could just dominate you. And this one fucker who took mercy on him got in his head so bad, like, alright, I'm gonna fucking beat you at your own game. Spoilers doesn't work well okay it kind of works but only because goku's a fucking dumbass um yep and pretty much the invasion force is here and it is down to uh after frieza blows up north city which was like oh shit okay we're doing this right away um and this is actually where i stop when frieza lands like a little bit afterwards actually no when super saying the god okay i'm getting ahead of myself i can talk about my when i stop at the end oh we'll talk about that um, that. Yeah, so um, Frieza lands, and it is Gohan, Tian Shinhan, Krillin, uh, Ma- and Master Roshi. Am I missing somebody? I don't think so. Uh, Piccolo and Piccolo. Jocko. And Jocko, um, yes. Uh, who is very reluctant to fight. Very, despite that he's actually really good. Um, and it's pretty much, it's actually really cool, because we rarely, the last time I, I can think of like seeing like any kind of these characters take on like an army people was during the Dragon Ball Days when they were fighting the Red Ribbon Army, and it was mostly Goku fighting the Red Ribbon Army. So it was that whole sequence of like Piccolo, all of the entire team, taking down, like using martial arts, very few beam attacks to uh, take down the enemy was really cool. 
Yeah, it felt more like an animated Musou game, the sequence. Oh, yeah. My favorite part was when... T- One of my favorite parts is when Tien Brink is in that cave, and, like, he j- he just, like, fucking does the tri-beam. I'm like, fucking um, hallway them. Just, like, keep coming, bitches. I'll just keep doing it. But Tien can't do the tri-beam forever, so he had to stop. But lots... Yeah, eventually kill him if he did him too much. Yeah, lots of cool moments. Lots of fun stuff. Um, and finally... Finally, after 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 uh, go after the team pretty much wipes out Frieza's army, and Frieza's like, I knew they were gonna wipe them out, you know, um, you know, even pointing out to Gohan that like if he wanted to, he could easily take out my men by himself, but he's a softy like his daddy, um, and even though Gohan's also weaker than when he was, um, than the, than, than the Cell games. That's God, what that... being a parent does to you. Yeah, tell it to Goku, I guess. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but like god this Gohan would have wiped the floor god that would have been so cool right to see Gohan wipe the floor with Frieza like in his like super state that he got from Supreme Kai whatever which was ultimate thinking. Gohan would have been awesome to fight against Frieza and uh. they actually do kind of do that in the universe survival arc okay well that's maybe maybe I'll give super another try um, and just and just go to the Goku Black stuff but uh, and so pretty and it's pretty much a uh, wait until Goku and Vegeta come down, and Goku treats like a, they treat like a fucking game. All right, you go first, I get second, and it's and I guess I guess pretty much it's a, we'll talk about the fights more in detail uh, afterwards. But let's sort of talk about the story overall. Um, I I I wanted to like this movie more than I did. Yeah, there's honestly not a lot going on in Resurrection F uh, when you compare it to Battle of Gods. And uh, I think my biggest problem with this film is that there's a gigantic lack of urgency with the threat of Frieza coming back. Right. Like, in Battle of Gods, it's well established. We know that Beerus is an almighty destroyer god and that the heroes have absolutely no chance of standing up to him without fulfilling the Super Saiyan God prophecy. Here... We know that Goku can become a Super Saiyan God, so... And everyone just kind of treats it like a joke, more or less. Yeah, because I'm like... Because I kept thinking, like, okay, I knew Golden Frieza was a thing even before because of Dragon Ball Fighters. I'm like, okay, you're... You're not fooling me into thinking... Because at this point, I don't care how much training has Frieza has done. And they even prove it to me when... Um, when when Vegeta when when Goku fucking powers up to his his blue form, which we'll talk about later, um, you're right, it's not there, and that's wrong because I should be scared when Frieza comes back, but I don't know. I don't think they did a good enough. I think you're right. I don't think they did a good enough job reestablishing how much of a threat this new powered up version of Frieza is. Like they kind of like yeah, Goku drops to mentioning it. Oh, you're stronger than you were before, but I'm stronger. I'm like okay, um, you know. It's, it didn't have that punch it should have. Like, if Frieza did have the power comparable to a god that's already established in this uh, universe, then it would be fine. But unfortunately, it's kind of undercut uh, with uh, how power levels work in Dragon Ball as a whole, honestly. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a step down. Um, it's like Godzilla fighting King Ghidorah in one movie, and in the next movie he's fighting... A giant mantis, and yeah, I was gonna say the Kamakuras and and the spider. It's almost like that. <laughs> it's like it's like a step down. Um, 
that being said, I don't like. I think the Jocko stuff was funny. I think I think it honestly felt, dude. I felt like, did I did I watch? Did I rent the anime episodes instead? It felt like that. It felt like an anime episode that was edited into anime episodes that was edited into a movie. It felt like that a lot, and the and the anime wasn't even a thing yet. Yeah, um, and the anime is actually way worse in uh, production quality because of the unfortunate circumstances going on behind the scenes with Dragon Ball Super for its first couple seasons. And overly fucking stretched, but... Mm. Um, which I guess is par for the course for a Frieza arc. Gotta be overstretched. Um, yep. So, yeah, like... Like I said, there's a, the best. It, it felt like watching. Like there's, I think the best part was definitely the fighting stuff. Um, Bulma yelling at Frieza. Bulma yelling at any villain is always funny, but I feel like that's easy to yeah. do. Um, like you're not fucking helping Bulma. You're making things worse. Exactly. Or the moment where where Frieza spots Beerus and he's like, "What are you doing here?" Like he's like he's shitting his non-existent pants when he sees Lord Beerus. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, I'm just here eating Sunday." You're not going to interfere. No, you can do as you please. So you're not going to interfere. I just fucking said I'm not. What do you want from me? <laughs> like, like it's like, okay, fine. Eliminate beer. That's fine. I know that's not how beer rolls. Beer does interfere later. Um, like, I like that the... I wish instead of, like, fooling around with, like, Krillin and stuff like that, or, like, I wish we got more time training with the... Like, seeing the training between Goku, Vegeta, and Whis... Because that was the most interesting part. The fact that, like, he's picking apart their weaknesses, which does come into play in the final moments of the fight. Oh, yeah. Uh, their training uh, with Whis is one of the better parts of the film, honestly. And it does uh, highlight how incredibly powerful Whis is compared to the Super Saiyans. Right. Um, you know, and, like, he, he, he basically... How I would describe watching him training against the the against Vegeta and Goku is like it's like they're trying to punch water. You can't punch water. It's constantly move. Okay, you can punch water. You know what I mean? Um, it's like you can't hurt it because it's constantly moving. It's constantly shifting. It's never it's never static. Um, and I think if that was the point they were trying to get across that Whis is so powerful that he has the Ultra Instinct. <laughs> um, anytime I say Ultra Instinct, put the whoop. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, I'll be sure to do that. <laughs> I hate. I look. Listen, I don't want to give you more work, but I just. <laughs> I feel like that would be a great like every time somebody says that. It just it's like, a good meme. Does Does anybody hear that fucking sound? Um, but there's just not enough of it. Unfortunately, there's not enough of that. There's the free like the even the final dude. I felt like the final fight was a little too long. Yeah. So, it, as you said before, it is par for the course for anything involving Frieza. True. Absolutely. Um, I, like I said, I do like... Let's talk about Vegeta. Let's, let's, talk about, let's, let's talk about Vegeta real quick. Because I actually think, like we said, he grew a lot as a character in Battle of Gods. I think he actually grows even more here. Because this is the first time where he... Like, he's given a choice by Frieza. Like, hey... Come kill him, and I will forgive you for betraying me, and uh, I will I will make you supreme commander of the space of the of the Frieza Force, and all that stunts. And Vegeta, like I thought he was actually going to do it for a moment because I didn't know how different 
the movie was from the anime. He actually considers it for a minute as well. Yeah, he's like, God damn it. Uh, he even says it. Um, until, like, he doesn't. And I'm like, that's growth right there. And he, t- and he says that I can't kill this guy because he's my fucking rival. And he pushes me to get stronger. I need him alive. I can't kill him. Which I don't think I've ever heard Vegeta say that before. That, like, because before it's like, I will always defeat you. I will kill you. I will destroy you. Like, nah. I can't, I'm not going to kill this fool because I need him. He's my motivation. Yeah, he has the power of God and anime on his side. He can't die yet. Exactly. So, um, I guess, like, I guess we, so, like, Frieza definitely, um, Frieza definitely, uh, is, uh, overestimated everything, but I think Vegeta was, like, he didn't get a lot, but what he got was, was fun enough, you know? Yeah. Um, unfortunately, it, it, he isn't as developed as he was in Battle of Gods. No. But the development he gets is significant. It's definitely, it's definitely significant. Unlike Goku, who, god damn it, we'll talk about that moment in a minute. Um, so let's talk about Frieza. So this is, I am, I will admit, I did not watch Dragon Ball Kai. Uh, like I said, uh, when Dragon Ball Kai was coming on TV, it was like 2009, 10. Um, yeah. So... I did not watch those because I'm like I've already seen it. I don't I don't need to see it again. I don't want to see it again. So they recast the original Frieza voice actor. Was there ever any reason why they recasted her or they just wanted to bring somebody new in? I think they wanted to stay authentic to uh the Japanese voice cast as humanly possible. Right. Cuz um uh the Japanese voice actor for uh, Frieza, I forget his name. I apologize for that. Uh, I've heard it. It is masculine, but also has a feminine quality to it, which right. matches the character pretty perfectly. It's pretty great. Um, but yeah, they got Christopher Ayers for uh, Dragon Ball Kai onward, and uh, he does a really good job of um, pretty much uh, imitating the sophisticated manner that Frieza brings to the table, while also bringing the fierce atrocity to whenever he gets angry. See... It's kind of Shakespearean in a way. I... I felt myself just not liking, and I know it's, like, listen, I know this man passed away very recently, so it's like, it's, I don't want to say it was, it's not a bad performance, um, because it's not, because I could tell effort was put in there. Yeah. But I think, and part of it, and most of it might be nostalgia, I'll, I'll be it, but I was not a fan on how... Like, Vegeta, like, Frieza definitely with, uh, oh god, who was the original voice actress for Frieza? Um, uh, I can't remember her name. I know she's still around. Yeah. Uh, um, Linda Young. Um, Linda, Linda Young, like, right. that was, that was the first, and then, and, like, that's, when I th- when I think when I think about Frieza, that's her. It's her interpretation, and she did all the forms. And so, like, like and to me, she sounded like she can either be feminine or masculine, you know. Um, and like when she yelled, it was scary, and when she got upset, it was terrifying. Whenever Frieza threw a temper tantrum here, I just thought that's all it was. I think it's in part of this movie's writing as a whole, because okay. the way Frieza is written in this movie compared to the original material, he's far more vengeful and angry uh, than he was before. Because in the original, he's more calm and composed, like, 
he he's hot shit and he knows it. He stands above everyone else. Right. Up until when something makes him completely angry, in which case he flips his lid. Like, it felt more natural back there, whereas here, the balance just feels off. Yeah. And I can't really fault you for that. Like, I don't... It just... I think maybe that's why, because even when, like I said, even when Linda Young flipped her shit as Frieza, because she definitely did, it just... It just didn't... It felt natural. It felt natural, and, like, I liked her, like, how quiet she sounded when she was calm versus, like... And again, it's it's all a choice thing, right? How... Airs as Frieza is very boastful constantly, and I kind of like. I think it's just a preference thing. I kind of just like that original Frieza, where Linda Young's like very reserved. He actually uh, has that good balance in Kai. Okay. Uh, it yeah, is kind I'm, of a search to find it on Blu-ray, though. Yeah, I'm only judging this clips, performance. You can see. Like I understand. Like the thing is about criticizing the performance of a person who just passed away. It's like, oh, you're you should be respectful. I'm like, yes and no. Like I should be able to say like I wasn't a fan of it. You know, while also admitting, like, I understand, like, like even in, like, the next movie, like, he, like, his lung capacity, like, dwindles, like, crazily, um, you know, uh, so credit that he did that, but I can still not be a fan of something, um. That's fair. You know, so, but overall, as Frieza's character, though, like, I do like the fact that he was so driven by rage and even driven by rage, he still wasn't enough, and I kind of like that catharsis about it. Yeah, it's pretty much uh, just the opposite of how Goku does things. Like, um, he trains solely to become stronger. Frieza trains just so he could be Goku, and that's not the right mindset when you want to train in martial arts. Exactly. Um, yeah, pretty much. So let's talk about the fights. <laughs> Uh, which are arguably, even though they're long, um, namely the Goku and Frieza fights, and I think they're long is because they just abruptly will cut away. So it's not maybe it's not even necessarily the fight itself, but just because the the final battle takes away. I do enjoy because they still had that visual flair that Battle of Gods had. Yeah, it definitely has that. Uh, with the bigger budget, they do put a bigger emphasis on CG, which in some shots is kind of distracting, though. A little bit, yeah. Um, exactly. I, I was maybe they didn't have as much time on this one versus they had Battle of Gods. Um, but I personally like how the fight um, was a lot of strikes. It was a lot of close counters combat. It wasn't. Beam attack. You got the typical shot, you know, where the, the you're, you're coming from the Z Warriors perspective, and you see boom, 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 boom. Like that's all. That's always cool because it, 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 that's implication of how fast they're moving and how explosive they're hitting. Um, I've never not I never not minded that, but I do like how up and close and personal the fight feels. Um, yeah, and like it, it fuels into um, that. That being said, I'm calling bullshit on just pulling Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan out. And they don't even call it that in the movie. You just... Yeah. Like... It's, it's a like, really dumb name. Like, like... And I remember in the anime, this is the last episode I watched, and I think I... Like, you know that headphone meme where the coach is, like, taking off the headphones? I think I did that when, in the anime, when Goku goes, I'm, I'm Super Saiyan God. I'm Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan something. It's stupid. Um, okay, I can say that. And it, it, yeah, and it, it's a really fucking stupid name. Fucking stupid. And then Frieza repeats the name, and I went, "All right, I'm I'm done." Here, he just transforms, and I think I actually like it somewhat better. 
because he's like, I tapped into a power of a god once, and now this is my way of getting that. So he's not as powerful as... Am I understanding that right? Hit blue, um, blue. Super Saiyan Blue, as it's later called, is technically stronger than Super Saiyan God. Okay. Uh, from The implication we get from this movie is... This is pretty much the Super Saiyan God transformation if he transformed into a Super Saiyan God. I am almost biting my tongue explaining this. Um, <laughs> just, unfortunately, like, the movie okay. doesn't do a really good job explaining it. It yeah. just comes out of nowhere yeah, and just, uh, kind of undercuts the God form from the last movie. Yeah, because like the way I interpret it when he says that line is like, Okay, because he taught like the whole point of him fighting with Beerus in the last movie was like, I hate this power because I can't achieve it by myself. That was the whole point. And what made that moment where he turns into Super Saiyan God by himself amazing. So I took it as, like, this is, I got a taste of that power, and this is me trapping into it. So I always took it as, it's powerful, it's but it's powerful than Frieza, but it's not as powerful as God form where he fought Beerus. That's the way I interpreted it. It's actually a bit more than you realize, oh, although uh, they do explain it a bit more in Super. I'd, I'd imagine. Like, here it's just, and even, even, even Frieza says what everybody's thinking, probably watching this, like, oh, okay, you just dyed your hair blue, okay. Um, now, when the fighting starts, then you see it, and then it's, it's, it's really, really cool. Um, yeah. But, like, I think, I don't know, man, like... I think as a plot device, I'm honestly not a fan of Super Saiyan Blue as I am as the Super Saiyan God form. Yeah, I agree. There was actual buildup in Battle of Gods, right? Like there's, they were alluding to it the entire movie, exactly. Whereas the Blue form just pops off out of nowhere, like up. Oh, I just suddenly have a more powered up form now. It's like Deal it, with it, losers. Like it's like it's like like the whole point that we like. I, I was I remember I was like watching this earlier. I was screaming at Goku. Did you not listen to what we told you? Stop being overconfident, you fucking moron. Like, I get it. Story. They has to get his ass kicked. I get it. But, like, when Whis tells you, stop fucking around, and you'll be a better fighter. And Goku's whole deal is, I want to be the best. I want to beat everybody. I want to I wanna be strong, stronger than anybody. And he never does it. Because he always wants to play with his damn food. Um, yep. Now, when he does become Super Saiyan God, and fucking beats the holy out of Frieza. That's sick. I won't take that away. But, yeah. It's the fucking one-inch punch is one of the coolest scenes ever. Oh my god, that was badass. That was so cool. Um, and I won't lie, just seeing Frieza shit his, uh, as you say, his invisible pants is, is really, really great. Uh, it's even better when Vegeta fucking turns Super Saiyan Blue. Spoiler warning, Vegeta also has the power of a god, which kind of has no explanation as at this point. Uh, the way I interpret this is uh, during the Super Saiyan God ritual in the last movie, he absorbs some of that power, so now he can tap into the power as well. And I think Training of Whis really accentuated that as well, because Gohan could definitely uh, do that if he wanted. Exactly. He's probably going to be stronger than both of them. Um, yep. You know, I, I I thought, yeah, and I actually, as somebody, you know, got one of the most memorable scenes of Dragon Ball was fucking Vegeta getting literally tortured in front of us by Frieza, and I... And the opposite happens when he does it to Goku. Exactly, um, which is, which is, which is a nice role reversal, but it was just so cathartic seeing Vegeta get to fucking, 
lay hands on Frieza and get some revenge. When I was in the theater, the audience just fucking exploded when he turned blue. Oh, so good. And it was far deserved. Yeah, it was exactly that. That's like that's like um, that's good nostalgia n- nostalgia uh, pandering right there because you're paying out the only the good s- nostalgia pandering in this movie. Yeah, unfortunately so. Um, so let's talk about the ending. <laughs> So uh, we should probably talk about oh, Golden Frieza first. Oh right, I keep forgetting that's a thing. Sorry. Um, so obviously, um, if you play Dragon Ball Fighters, you're aware of this form. But Frieza trains so hard, so in such short amount of time, which I guess is a testament to his skill. He has a new transformation that he dubs simply Golden Frieza, which pretty much just makes him faster and stronger. Yep. There isn't not a lot to this form, in all honesty. It may as well just be his 100% form with the golden sheen. Yeah, with no muscles, with no... Gro- oh, God, those... Ugh, fuck those muscles. Ugh. Um, I am not a fan of this design, by the way. It's just weird. Uh, I'm gonna look it up, because I need to look at it. Like, even in... Well, in Fighters, I'm not a fan of it either. I would use it, because... Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you, Google, for... Gotta Google. have that dragon install. Exactly. It's a great... It's a great... Uh, stuff like that. Like... I don't like how the middle part, his body is like a yellow. And then his legs, his thighs, his arms. Um, part of his face is purple. Part of, well, I don't mind the purple and yellow. That's fine. It's the different colors of yellow that fuck with me. Um, that's that's what I'm, I'm going to put in our group chat real quick. Um, that's the part that fucks with me is... The yellow is different, and I don't know if that's supposed to be a lighting thing. I don't think it is, because you can see how it's reflecting off. Um, shit, he looks like he's ready to play for the Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> like, I'm not a fan of this design personally, but I do like how it uh, fits into his character thematically. Yes. Because Frieza's people can alter their forms at will, and he chose gold just as a fuck you to the Super Saiyans. Yeah. Because it was a Super Saiyan that killed him. Exactly. I, I, I love that. That That's a great storytelling point. It just doesn't look great. <laughs> yeah. Like... If it would have been all gold or something, or or like again the different the same colors, like if the tail is a different color, sure. Unless I'm to believe his arm, he's like he's wearing armor, but I th- I I just assume that was always skin. That he is all his just his naked body or its naked body because yeah. I guess Frieza doesn't have a gender. Um, but like, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't scream intimidating, like. Uh, you remember when Frieza first showed up in his final form, right? Yeah, of course. Like, that was intimidating. Like, you didn't, like... Like, he goes from this Xenomorph fucking... God, that one will, will haunt my nightmares forever. To the smaller, slimmer... I'm like, okay, that okay, this that's scary. Because if that form... Like, it's less intimidating looking, but as soon as he shoots Dende dead, then that's when you know shit's going down. Exactly. Exactly. Here... I don't know, man. It just, it just, it doesn't mesh well together. But again, thematically, I like it because it's basically "fuck you, monkey." Um, God, Freeze is just one, one alcoholic drink from just saying the n word. Um, but I mean, he already is. I'm pretty sure calling Saiyans monkeys is a racial slur to Saiyans. Yeah, it is. I'm pretty sure it is. Um, so yeah. Not, 
It's not an impressive transformation in a series known for impressive transformations. Yeah, it's just kind of a whatever kind of deal. Yeah, just I like his preform when he's in the white and the in the in the purple. Like that to me is a lot better than this. It just looks like there's too much going on. Yeah. Um, which may be the point. It just I don't think it made the point that they wanted to make. So Vegeta's fighting Frieza. And Vegeta is whooping his ass. Uh, we should probably talk about what happens before. Because uh, uh, oh, Goku. Goku beats Frieza's ass. And then yes. he gets felled by a fucking common ray gun shot by Sorbet. Yeah. I... Which has been memed to death. <laughs> I remember. I think... <laughs> yeah, I never got to that part in the anime. Um, I don't even know if it happened in the anime or not. but um... It definitely did. Yeah, like I'm like really. I mean, like granted, that plays into this into what we said earlier. You overconfident dumbass. Um, I I kind of like it because it serves the story, because it proved Weiss right that Goku, you fucking are too relaxed. You let your guard down way too damn easily, and it's gonna cost you your life. Hell, it already did. He made the same fucking mistake he made on Namek. What's wrong with you, dude? Exactly. You would like. Come on, man. You're supposed to learn from your mistakes. Um, not that... But that being said, we did get Frieza torturing Goku for a bit, which was... God, credit to Sean Shemmel for making me feel uncomfortable while hearing Goku scream in pain. That shit's... Oh, yeah. That shit's never not not fun to hear. Um, but, like, in a good way, because, like, it's a good performance. But... Yeah, I know it's been mean to death, but I do like it as a story beat. Because he's not thinking... Yeah. And, and the audience isn't thinking about Sorbet, you know? Um, shout out to Sorbet getting sliced in half by uh, Frieza's di- energy disc, which is pretty great. Um, and so Goku gets tortured really bad. He, he fucking Frieza steps on the wound, uh, on the on the, on the laser wound. Which Very is, reminiscent to when he was torturing Vegeta on Namek, just stepping on uh, his big open wound. Oh god, it's gotta hurt too. Um, I imagine it, it like if this is like a real life fight, it'd be like bleeding all over and shit. It, it was it was yeah. it was pretty it was pretty visceral. It was a pretty visceral moment. Um, if they're just trying to capture that, um, am I missing anything else? Um, I believe this is when Vegeta steps in. So yeah, Vegeta steps in, says no fuck you, Frieza. Even though your offer is really tempting, I can't because um, Ugh, my pride, my I pride, can't let Kakarot die. Exactly, and you know, um, and to the which point Vegeta starts throwing hands. With Frieza, and it was like I said, it was a really cathartic moment to see Frieza get his ass beat by Vegeta after years of torture and mental abuse and all that stuff. And then Frieza, I won't lie, I was a little went, oh shit! Um, Frieza blows up the yeah. Entire- this moment com- caught me completely off guard when I saw it in the theater because yeah. we never saw it coming. He blows up the Earth. Yeah, he as a desperation tactic. Phew, gone. Earth is just gone. And the only people that survive... And it's gone. Uh, <laughs> the only people that survive are those that are around Beerus and Whis, um, Bulma, the people who were fighting earlier. That was it. Um, it you know, it's funny is that they even set that up where, like, Whis... I think Beerus is threatening to destroy the Earth if his Sunday, if the Sunday wasn't good. He's like, oh, just stay close to me if anything happens to the planet. I'll save you. And then everybody just scoots in close to Beerus. <laughs> That is a really funny moment. Um, but it's actually... I was like, oh, because like, I imagine... Okay, Super's on a thing. 
There's no telling what's gonna like. I'm like, holy shit! Did they just really just just kill everybody? Like, not even Majin Buu did that. Like, yeah, he turned everybody to chocolate and ate them. Actually, he did. Uh, Kid Buu did destroy the Earth back at the end of the Buu Saga. That's right. It's been so long. Okay, okay. Well, I do love... Okay, minor going back that King Cold told Frieza as a young child, don't fuck with Majin Buu, don't fuck with Lord Beerus, and you'll be fine. I'm like, that's actually kind of cool that um, Majin Buu is is to be feared by all, even even Frieza. Um, But... Um, Whis kind of drops a hint, oh god, um, when they're on the planet that, like, fr- um, Beerus accidentally sneezed, I think it was, and he just... Yeah, dist- he sneezed and blew up the planet, and, um, there is a point where, uh, Whis brings up the fact that, uh, he got so angry that, uh, he blew up both of that planet's suns, and then he bring he just casually brings up the fact that he just did a quote-unquote temporal do-over t- to make it so that... Beerus didn't destroy the suns. And he demonstrates that at the end of the movie, too. Yeah, he pretty much does a Superman 76... Not fly, he doesn't fly around the, pl- the, the, the Forgotten Planet. But basically, he turns back time. He does what Thanos does in Infinity War, where after he kills... After Vision self-sacrifices himself, um, he turns back time right before Frieza blows up the planet, just in the time for Goku to come blast Frieza all to hell. Um... And, uh, and they save the planet, and, like, Vegeta's like, what the fuck was that? What happened? Something weird happened. And he's dead. He killed him, right? He's gone. Yep, Frieza is dead again. Okay, so how is And he... he doesn't come back again. Okay, we know that's live. the end of Super. Yeah. Is that... He had, a, he had a halo on it, didn't he? Yeah, he had a halo during the Universe Survival arc. Who gave him a fucking halo? Okay, whatever. Um... Sure. Let's if get... you're dead, you have a halo. Oh, I thought That's it was. A, works. I thought it was a, only a good guy, bad guy thing. Okay, never mind. Um, okay, so I lost my train of thought. They saved the Earth. Freeze is gone. Super Saiyan God's a thing. Ah, I don't know, man. It just. I kind of wanted this movie to be over with, like, when, like even before the fighting started. I'm like, okay. It didn't flow right. Yeah. Like, it felt like there it, there was too much rush development. Um, like, ah, oh, Battle of Gods did so well in the box office. We gotta make another one and get it out as soon as possible. And it just feels undercooked in a bunch of places. Mm. Like, the hype for bringing back Frieza superseded the story itself. I, I think so, yeah. I, I would agree to that. Um, so let's talk about differences in the anime because uh, uh, Super didn't really have that much difference outside of like the locations are different. But it seemed like um, the only the big difference I can think of is no Captain Ginyu in this movie. Oh yeah, uh, Captain Ginyu only appears in Super. Um, he is not a thing in the movie at all. Um, Gotenks isn't also in the film at all. Um, Though he does appear in that arc in Super as well. They also uh, made it so that uh, Tagama, one of uh, Sorbet's big henchmen, uh, didn't die at the beginning of uh, the arc as well. And made him the ride for Captain Guinea to to pretty much just hijack during that fight. Yeah. Whereas in the movie, he kind of questions Frieza going after the Sands. And he's just fucking killed off immediately. Yeah. And also the the anime 
version was way more drawn out. If you thought the movie was drawn out, oh boy. Woof. Yeah, the pacing's even worse. Woof. I've it's got... easily the worst season, Super. Like, and it's interesting, right? Dragon Ball's back, you have all this hype. Okay, then the decision to adapt the movie. I don't know why you can't just, like, just, it, it, that's such a weird decision to do that. Um, with with uh, rush animation, nonetheless, not not and you know not to be confused with not skilled, but just rushed. Um, and then like it left. I mean, some people stuck around, right? And then you got the universal tournament art, and um, and and stuff like that. You get those cool moments, and you got you know you get a. We got Ultra Instinct Shaggy out of it. Yeah, um, but. I don't know, man. Like you feel, it feels like you get. Ex- it's it's like that sequel you're so excited for, and it just it just doesn't hit. It just doesn't hit like you wanted it to. You wanted to feel that same high again. Um, I think yeah. we should, I think we're done. I think, I think we're I think we're done for the day. Um, we have one more movie left. Tyler, what movie are we wrapping up this Dragon Ball Z marathon with? So next week isn't actually a Dragon Ball Z movie by technicality. It is the first Dragon Ball Super movie at the time of this recording. Uh, it was the the only one up until Superhero was announced. Uh, don't know when we'll be getting that anytime soon. So next week, we'll be looking at Dragon Ball Super Broly, which is a revitalization of a movie-only character, along with a few surprises that may shock you. Yeah, I'm really excited this one. Every, despite the um, lukewarm perception to Resurrection F... Everybody has um, praised Broly from its story, its animation. I'm really looking forward to watching this one. Yeah, I'm excited for you. Especially uh, uh, since we've done this retrospective. It'll definitely put um, everything in perspective for you. Nice. Does Turles show back up? (laughs) Um, uh, He does not. I'll say that much. Okay. Um, Alright, please plug your stuff, my big dude. You can follow me on Twitter at HeyIt'sThatTy. Check the pinned tweet to take you to my YouTube channel, home of Tire Shoes Reviews, where I review old-ass fighting games for your pleasure. I also stream on twitch.tv slash tireshoes1. I recently did a short playthrough of Sonic Mania's Knuckles & Knuckles mode in celebration of Sonic the Hedgehog 2 coming out in theaters. Uh, so look forward to any future antics that I got going on there. And you can find me at twitter.com slash marvelousiggy for all things related to the Marvelous one. And of course, catch me live at twitch.tv slash iggy2814 where I stream four times a week, uh, all at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, check the schedule when I'm playing this week. Uh, and of course, go to charger.com for listening to this episode as well as our previous Dragon episodes and even our Godzilla ones. Uh, and our DC Animated Cinematic Universe ones, which was a fun thing to go through with Tyler. Um, and uh, listen to Chart Chart, our flagship show, Chart Chart Gamescast, and of course the wrestling watch-alongs I do with Thomas. Thank you everybody for listening. It's time for the final episode of this season of Chart, uh, not Chart Chart, Cinema Shot. Uh, next week we'll be posting our poll, what what choices will be, what, what franchise movie series, what franchise we're watching next. And then the poll will go live. Um, the poll will be live when the episode goes live. So look forward to that. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we will see you all next time for Broly. Until next time, stay angry, Frieza, and stay fucking dead.
This isn't even our final form. Thank you for watching at Cinema Shot Theater.